0: Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly.
1: This week we're going to look at uh, what Creator says about a psychic medium's experiences. Um, You know, I have to ask you a question, Carl. Do you have a photographic memory?
2: I do not.
1: Okay, well, can you easily relate to somebody who does?
2: Um, Probably not, really.
1: (laughs) There you go. So we We do recognize that some people in this in our in our world have extraordinary abilities that's very very difficult to relate to from a mental standpoint and you know what it's not any different I think with a psychic medium somebody that can ex- you know connect to and hear and talk to and see the the dead amongst us
2: Well, I'm not sure exactly where you're getting that parallel from I think of it as Having an intuitive reach, which is a novel way of getting information. Yes, and, but it's, and and that I do possess. Yes, you
1: do, but you. Don't, but I'm just saying that you have a, you know, to the average person, we're not able to relate very easily to psychic mediums. You know, it's it's a difficult concept for the average person to grasp that that doesn't have that ability. But it's just as difficult to grasp having a photographic memory, in a sense. You know, it's kind of easy to understand from a conceptual standpoint, but. The, We don't have that experience of being able to have that kind of detailed recall. So we're going to be looking at a psychic medium's experiences today to to try to assist us ordinary folks (laughs) in being being able to get maybe just a glimpse of, of what it's like to be such a person and to have these abilities so that we can enhance our own belief quotient in the divine and in the existence of the afterlife
2: as well. Well, as a channeler of creator of all that is, I'm facing multiple lines of skepticism in the average person. First of all, belief in the almighty. Second belief in an afterlife and third belief that mere humans might be able to talk to the dead beings in the light, for example, who have passed on and and continue. Does that even happen? people really don't know for sure because this is all based on faith right, right. so i like to have other lines of evidence than just myself claiming yes. that i'm getting this information from the beyond it's it's nice for people to know there are many many people who experience such things and it fits in a consistent pattern yes and and
1: that's the thing that i at the point i really really want to make is that We recognize people with extraordinary abilities in in many other uh, capacities. But there's just overwhelming skepticism about the uh, reality of people that are profound psychic mediums. And we just want to make that point that just because it's rare doesn't mean it's not real.
2: Let's proceed.
1: Yes, absolutely. U.S. creator... In our ongoing quest to help people cultivate a belief in the divine, we have explored a number of books that present scientific evidence for psychic abilities, mediumship, and the reality of life after the death of the physical body. Is belief in the continuation of consciousness beyond the death of the physical body an important and helpful prerequisite to a belief in a creator who matters? Beyond mere curiosity, what use is there for a belief in a creator who is not available, who cannot be appealed to, and who cannot be counted on to influence one's life in any discernible fashion.
2: All right, and this is what Creator answers. This is certainly a human-level question. The reality is everything depends on us, so whether or not you perceive our existence or believe we are real, you nonetheless depend on us for everything you are and everything you experience, like it or not. Your question is an important one because it speaks to the need for more, the yearning for more within every human heart, and that is because you are indeed a living, breathing extension of our consciousness in human form, but a part of us still that defines everything in a new way. When people deny this, they are denying reality and giving in to the illusion of human limitation creating the expectation that only what one sees with the ordinary senses can be real. When there is much beyond your reach that is important, not only defining your reason for existence, but your very makeup and your potential and all that you can do and be and become. That is the great reward in cultivating faith and belief in us and moving to a more meaningful relationship not one of merely puzzling over the seeming absence of evidence for God and one's seeming isolation and disconnection from us, but knowing there is the possibility of a more intimate relationship with some give and take. That will require developing a new perspective and growing one's senses to encompass a wider array of experiences that are possible to some degree for everyone. Via the higher self as an intermediary, bringing into your thoughts an outreach from the divine to give you insights and the possibility of growth through our input directly. The way to do this is to begin asking questions and asking for support directly, and then watch what happens. Look for signs. You will get them unless your disbelief is so great and your lack of belief in yourself and the ability to receive divine support get in the way. Here, too, you can ask for help to surmount it, even if the void seems unfillable and an impassable obstacle to discerning these things we're telling you and what you will be hearing about today. If you want to hear from us, you must reach out. We cannot do it because that would be leading you back to the fold. It is you who are disconnected and must find your way back. It is not as hard as you might think. It is a gulf of disbelief, not an impossible distance that needs to be bridged, or even the differing levels of existence trying to get together and commune. You must be in the lead for this to happen, and it will at once strengthen and empower you to do so.
1: We cannot overemphasize what Creator says here, Carl, that it is you— who are disconnected and must find your way back. I mean, so many people sit back and go, well, you know, I'm waiting. God, come on down and show yourself. But we've learned in this project, that's not how it works,
2: Carl. (laughs) Yes, this is a test of us, in fact, to see can we stay in divine alignment and can we maintain our connection to the divine through faith? Because in the reality of physical existence, that's what we mostly have to work with. There are precious few with profound psychic ability to bridge that gap on their own, and so they're valuable as witnesses to this reality. But that requires belief as well to even accept their accounting. So we'll see. We're going to do our best to share some insights from from uh, uh, sources of this kind. Absolutely. You
1: ask, Creator, if one struggles to believe in life after death. Believing in a personal God would seem unlikely. But if one is open-minded, it appears there is help to bridge that gap, to successfully cultivate belief on the basis of solid evidence of an afterlife, not speculation. Mediums with profound abilities are rare. Only one in 50,000 people, according to Creator. But rare is still real, and it seems logical that more can be learned about the true expanse and scope of human experience when one surveys and studies the extraordinary amongst us rather than just the
2: ordinary as science is most prone to do. What is creator's perspective? Your question is focusing quite beautifully on what this all represents as a profound opportunity the curious can embrace and use to great advantage. There is nothing like a profound demonstration of a seeming miracle to not only get people's attention, but to begin to spark an interest and a reawakening of faith in something beyond the self. Something known intuitively as a child, but that was forgotten and is lying dormant. That can be reclaimed, and you can ask for that to be strengthened and accelerated. Here again, the burden is on you to go after what you want and see to it happening. You must be bold, take the initiative, and state your agenda with a direct request to us for our assistance to make it happen. It is quite useful to look at the unusual, the extraordinary, and the improbable, for they are powerful clues about the reality of existence and its meaning also. There is no surprise in the fact religion and science often seem to be at war with one another. That is not because religion is separate from science or above science, and unification is impossible. The flaw in the ointment is human ignorance and doubt. So those in doubt will use science as a crutch. Those embracing religion and sometimes just as mindlessly and not wanting to bother seeing what science is learning and providing for the growth of human knowledge might reject the logical, rational investigations done scientifically. If at first blush, they seem at odds with religious teachings, We can tell you perfection is not possible, so everything humans embrace, understand, practice, believe, and live by will have cracks, flaws, hidden imperfections that will surface at times, and this will create doubt regardless of one's leanings and belief systems. This is a good thing because it forces one to keep going, to discover a deeper truth and come to a better and more accurate understanding of how things truly are, not not what one believes them to be and needs to defend at all costs when challenged. That is a prescription for stagnation, not growth and expansion, which is creator's plan for you. Cultivating an open mind will lead you to God each and every time, if you do not stop that journey and settle for partial truths along the way. We can tell you that studying the paranormal and embracing the tools of the medium are one of the best ways to obtain confirmation of the afterlife and the existence of the divine realm because that is a fundamental yearning of humanity and a constant companion and struggle for the faithful present all through human history. We can tell you that embracing a study of the paranormal and exploiting the talents of psychic mediums, if done with safety and care, and as evidenced by the profound work of your channel, can be the answer for achieving the highest and best soul journey by human society as a whole and the many individual journeys that will be enhanced by embracing the spiritual and cultivating a partnership with Creator that can help one's life on a daily basis even from moment to moment when embraced and employed successfully well <laughs>
1: creators is coming right out and saying that you know they are you when you go after and study the paranormal and the extraordinary and those that have these abilities you can enhance your faith you can get confirmation of life after death which which enables you to climb the stairs to greater, greater levels of faith. And this can be done by anybody. This is a a pathway that's open to everybody. You just have to be willing to walk it, Carl.
2: Well, it's up to us to choose how we use our time. And learning and growth are universally sought by a majority of people, not all but the the, the devils and the details, so to speak, and what you focus on and what you are curious about and view is most important. And so we're looking at the big picture here and creator is saying this is all central to the reality of who we are, where we come from and where we're going. So this is not a small thing. It's not a, some esoteric phenomenology that, Doesn't really impact daily life. It's all about daily life. Absolutely. US creator
1: Conchetta Pertoldi, a professional psychic medium of some repute, wrote a book titled Do Dead People Watch You Shower? And other questions you've been all you've all been dying to ask a medium. This book appears to be a remarkable autobiography and a rare opportunity for non-mediums, which is most of humanity actually, (laughs) to read what it's like to have and live one's life with these abilities. Not everything she shares in the book aligns with everything Creator has shared with us in the Gate Wisdom Project, but more so by omission than any statements and revelations that wildly conflict. Like the rest of us, she seems clearly limited by her beliefs in terms of what she can reliably access from the divine realm in terms of deeper truths. But when focused solely on interacting with the dead and relaying messages from the dead, she appears to be in strong alignment. She referred to herself as just your average Jersey girl who talks to
2: the dead. What is creator's perspective? Your understanding of her persona is an accurate one. She was indeed down to earth and able to keep her ego under control. That is a quite important asset if one is wanting to be an accurate psychic medium or channeler for that matter. It is an important capability for one to be successful at any endeavor. There were many pitfalls in receiving accurate information as well as staying safe and opening oneself up to higher awareness when there are many dark forces at work. Her work was focused on talking with the dead because that was a capability she had naturally from birth and was open to see what she could learn from it and indeed came to see the value in sharing her observations with others. This is a very helpful role to play. Witnessing the paranormal is a convincer and will overcome barriers to belief in higher states of being. Without belief, you will be on your own. It is the key to the kingdom, so to speak. While she was mostly accurate about her perceptions in a general sense, they were limited indeed by her level of understanding and beliefs about what was possible. This is unavoidable as each person is who they are and not somebody else or some composite of what is considered normal, as there's no such thing embodied in an actual person. All are facets very much like a stew with many differing ingredients, capabilities, and therefore outcomes in all they do. She was not a scientist concerned about mechanistic aspects, nor was she deeply curious about the workings of the divine and wanting to understand more deeply the details about the phenomena she bumped into So that is reflected in what she saw and understood and was able to relate to others. Yes, it's it's a fascinating book. I recommend it. Um,
1: And she is. She she really cares about helping people. That's what I find to be a common thread with these mediums is that they really are focused on helping people heal more than anything else.
2: Well, and we need healers. And this is what Get Wisdom is all about. But there is limits in all we do and that's a useful thing to realize that channelers and mediums are all individual and quite different and have different interests i know profound psychics who don't believe in evil yeah they could never find a ghost to save their lives because they don't (laughs) believe in it well there you go (laughs) there you go we'll be right back with some more get wisdom right after this
1: Experiences, and we're looking at a book uh, that was written by uh, a very popular psychic, uh, Conchetta Bertoldi. Which, uh, but she actually's written four books, Carl, and I've actually read uh, two and a half of them, working my way through the la- through the third one. Uh, it's all good stuff, but for the most part, it's just a kind of a continuation of her first book. So all the points a Crater makes about her not being a scientist and really wanting to dive in deeply
2: is all germane. Well, th- let's let's get to some of the interesting comments she has about the spirit realm and her experiences. Absolutely. You asked, creator, one of the more fascinating
1: revelations Conchetta shared in her book was how her father, whose own father was a medium, told her, if I didn't want to hear them, all I had to do was envision myself surrounded by the white light of God and simply say, in the name of God, be gone. Couldn't believe it was that easy, but it was. The voices went away completely for four years. To get the ability back, she had to expressly ask for it. When I asked for the ability to come back to me, it didn't happen right away, she says. This seems to demonstrate that such abilities truly are a divine gift that can even be refused. What can
2: Creator tell us? All right, and this is what Creator says. This was a very graphic demonstration of what we have been saying here today, reflecting on the reality that humans are in charge of their experience and not us. Each person ultimately decides who they are and what they will do with their time and energy while they're alive. Even a natural gift like profound intuitive ability, if not desired or if resisted, can be suppressed in most cases, and the divine may assist with this if it is a useful learning experience for the individual. There are many who are extraordinarily sensitive to the environment intuitively who are known as empaths because they are so empathic in picking up mood states, all kinds of energies, many of which are dark and menacing, and will internalize all of it because they cannot help checking it out, tasting it, smelling it, feeling it within themselves when it would be better and safer to send a part of their consciousness out to inspect what is beyond the self and not put oneself at risk by incorporating it within one's energy field. And the latter is what the empath does. So some yearn for psychic ability because they want something extraordinary to happen to satisfy their inner yearnings for growth and expansion while others are desperately trying to escape from having such capabilities. Like everything, one may get what they ask for and while others may not. Everything is case-specific when it comes to interacting with the divine. Well, I think that last sentence says it all.
1: Everything is case-specific when it comes to interacting with the divine. And of course, the reasons for that would be multifold, you know, karma being a big one, of course. Yeah, and this is an example
2: of this medium recounting her own personal experience without further insight in how it might be for others and the reasons why and so on, and it doesn't apply to all She was able to squelch this, but I know many people who can't yes and and they're trapped in uh, having such a big antenna, and it plagues them because they they want to be free of being aware of things that to them are scary. Yeah, and Not only was she able to squelch, she was able to get him back four years later. So that's it's quite a remarkable little
1: story in itself. U.S. creator, Conchetta's brother, Harold, died a horrific death from AIDS. Concetta wrote, I had been talking to the dead almost all my life, but before they were just spirits that I didn't know. And to be honest, at times I found them to be nuisances. I didn't always want to hear these voices, but now there was one voice in particular that I was desperate to hear and it didn't come. He later told her, um, he being Harold, Khan, tell them, tell the world what you hear. We need you to, and they need you on that side too. Why was there a delay? Was her brother hinting at a reality of being in limbo? Something Concetta fails to clearly
2: outline in her book. What can creator tell us? All right, creator says... This is a good example of a missed opportunity where someone with profound ability who was talking with a departed loved one who had been through a true crisis and extraordinary struggling but was unable to share that experience with her because it would be leading her from the divine realm where her brother now resided. The medium herself lacked the insight and awareness of the struggle of those in limbo and never contemplated something like that could have happened to her dear brother. And when he was suddenly gone through his passing and she was utterly unable to speak to him, like she did many departed spirits, was very distressed and thought of it as a personal failing. The reality was her brother was struggling in limbo and she was not tuning into consciousness at that level, but assuming he would be in the higher realm and she was attuned to reaching out to those in the light. Her brother, in his state of being as an earthbound spirit, was so depleted and confused, being isolated, and at the same time, under attack by dark spirit meddlers, was unable to sense her outreach because it was coming from a high vibrational level and not a match to his energies in that depleted state of mind. So the opportunity was missed to continue the relationship and at once learn a new dimension about levels of existence. And this could have opened up new vistas for her if she were research-oriented and inclined to do healing work in addition to psychic mediumship as a basic communication. Well, her brother did eventually show up for her, so
1: he must have gotten rescued somewhere along the way, probably due to prayers that probably even she herself was saying for him. So we know about being in limbo, Carl. This is something that's been a centerpiece of the Get Wisdom Project.
2: Yes, we do a lot of spirit rescues for people's loved ones precisely for that reason. It's, it's quite a wonderful gift to them. Absolutely. U.S. creator, Conchetta was asked by someone, how
1: can I know if my psychic abilities are ordinary or extraordinary? And Chetta answered, I think it would be self-evident, a matter of clarity of detail instead of just impressions of things. If you do hear voices or rather fully articulated thoughts that don't seem to be your own, that would be a big clue. Or if you see visions or ghosts. Everyone can, but for most, it's not a common
2: occurrence. What is creator's perspective? Reader says, here is another example of a rather imprecise overview that lacks depth and a detailed understanding of many phenomena she had encountered, but still only partly understood. The workings of consciousness, the ways in which it is being suppressed within people through manipulation by the interlopers and so on, were not in her awareness nor the risks people take in doing an intuitive outreach to begin with that often gets people in trouble, in fact, more often than not. This is why most channelers are corrupted and not truly channeling who they think, but an imposter pretending to be a lofty being. The many spirit meddlers work avidly to communicate with the mind of the living because they want to manipulate people to make them more vulnerable if they've not penetrated their energy and taken up residence. But also, if they are in residence already, we'll be working to manipulate their host to stir up trouble because it brings a surge of new energy they can siphon off for themselves. So the many pitfalls and hazards and working intuitively were simply not evident in her writings or practice. She was lucky because she was in good divine alignment and was being protected naturally as a consequence. It would have been better for her to be more highly aware, not only to be that much more scrupulous and careful in her practices, but able to warn others of the pitfalls of doing any kind of intuitive outreach without divine protection requested at the outset. Now,
1: I've mentioned that Conchetta Bertoldi has written four books, on that. I have to assume you've read none of them, right, Carl? I have not. Okay. So creator's statement here that the many pitfalls and hazards of working intuitively were simply not evident in her writings or practice. I mean, you
2: wouldn't know that, right? But creator is saying that. No, no. I have known psychics with that kind of profile. I've, I've, I've met psychics who teach others how to become psychic mediums who never bring up the issue of evil. Yes. And yes. it and it's and it's really, it, it's it's uh, it's sad because it puts them at significant risk of being messed with. Yes. So, well,
1: you're putting a just, little display of the paranormal on display here, Carl, because I'm I can I have read their books and I can tell you that statement that the work that you know the hazards of working intuitively are simply not in the writings of practice is totally spot on. Okay, so. Right here on this show, you know, take my word for it there's there's a bit of paranormal you know magic going on here um, well so. and
2: and just to caution everyone, we're not here to poke fun at this this author and, no not at but, all but but only to use it as an as an example to help raise up others to a higher awareness of Gaps in knowledge always being something we have to contend with and strive to fill in the blanks for because it's important. It can be vital, in fact, and and it's an ongoing challenge for everybody, me included. Absolutely. And what I
1: want to say is that in her books, you know, it's really a question of omission. It's not that anything was dramatically, you know, out of out of fine alignment based on my readings of it all. So it's it's a viable resource, Viable resource for sure. U.S. creator Conchetta wrote, I was doing a reading for this woman once, and I said, your husband is there with so-and-so, and and they are playing checkers. She said, no, they always played backgammon together. Okay, I'm not perfect. I always say this, but the point is that the game they enjoyed on this side, they were playing on that side. I've had spirits tell me that they're still enjoying their weekly card games. Whatever. (laughs) Is this really true? What can creator tell us?
2: All right, and creator says... Here again, this psychic medium was being quite honest in interpreting a perceived error on her part and seeing someone's loved one in heaven playing checkers instead of the backgammon game they actually played while being together in the human plane. What she was seeing was a symbolic representation of the relationship between the friends that would be fully relatable from the human survivors who knew them, the person for whom the medium was doing the reading in this case, And that was the meaning and importance of the psychic perception, the communication with the departed as a way of signaling the truth and validity of the reading itself, that she was truly reaching that person's loved one and reporting on a continued friendship with someone else who was an old friend and departed and they were in the light together. There are many examples like this where light beings will relay impressions that are more meant to represent a means of identification and validation than reflecting what life is like in the heavenly realm and what they are doing in actuality as the details would remain beyond human understanding. When what is most needed from psychic readings is some kind of feedback that one is truly connecting with their loved one And getting a description of some esoteric metaphysical process and mission the loved one might be a part of would have little meaning to their living relative, not not understanding such things, nor even likely being able to be communicated intelligently because the words to describe it are not known to the psychic medium, nor an understanding and awareness of much of the phenomena that are the makeup of light being existence." So it is those small details, even though they seem quite prosaic and perhaps underwhelming to those who might expect more of heavenly existence than continuing a weekly card game with a friend. It serves a purpose. It is a reassurance. And if that is a personal characteristic, the person was known by a powerful validation that psychic medium was truly connecting with the intended target. And that is the purpose for the description, more so than reflecting what heaven is like. And we've been told that there's no human on the planet, well, perhaps with the exception of Jesus Christ
1: when he was here, you know, uh, an infinite soul, so to speak, who actually has, you know, direct perceptive access to the divine realm itself. You know, there there are there's an outreach from the divine, and that can be intuited, you know, or remembered by children or that kind of thing. But to, you know. The actual experience of light beings
2: is beyond our grasp as human beings, is what we've been told. Well, and psychics get perceptions. They typically don't get a detailed dialogue. They get images that depict something like that, like they're playing a game together. Right. Right. And, and and it's meant as a symbolic representation of a personal characteristic, not okay, the guys are in the middle of a game. You know, that this isn't an actuality. It's it's a way of communicating an intention that has a value, and and that's the point. And there's a lot of psychic readings like this. And sometimes people will be told things about other lifetimes. And so again, the purpose is to give them a kind of a hint, a kind of flavor for other times and places and, and other meanings of existence. And and it serves a useful purpose because it helps to convince people their loved one lives on. Yes. And, and that's so important for people is, to believe in the continuity of the soul.
1: Absolutely. That is, that's really the bottom line here is is to help cultivate the belief that there is life after death. Well, not necessarily giving you a breakdown of what that life is truly like in all the all the details, because that's beyond our ability to grasp in its entirety. Though we can certainly get clues and hints, and there's a lot that we can learn.
2: Yes. Well, it's an interesting journey to be sure, and uh, challenging. <laughs> yes. To say the least, to say the but, least, but this is this is a faith-building exercise when people turn to psychics oftentimes. Many many go there because they know it's real and they wanna be a part of that kind of exchange, but many are kind of reaching out with hope and maybe faint hope. Yes. And it's nice when they get some feedback that's a validation that this is real and they can now believe in it because they've tested it out personally and not just watch something on TV, which they might not accept with their level of skepticism. Yes.
1: We'll be right back with the final segment of Get Wisdom
2: Back to this.
0: Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars featured the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear. And listening could definitely change your life. Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: at what Crater says about the experiences of a psychic medium. Uh, And so far, it's been a pretty
2: fascinating uh, survey, Carl, I must say. Well, we like showcasing examples obtained from others of these phenomena, because it's a way of cross-validation and putting the pieces of the puzzle together for many people who have a little bit of knowledge, but perhaps not in depth, or they're on the fence and looking for ways to shore up their faith. And this kind of evidence is all we have, really, because there's little else to to truly bridge that gap directly in a personal way. That's very true. But I, as, a,
1: as a person who's been studying this material since the 1980s, I can happily say that there is a lot more of this material available now in the last 10 years than there ever has been before, and it's it's more accessible now, especially with the internet. Sure. Um, and and on top of that, you know, these books are all in ebook format. You can get them on Kindle now, so um, you don't have to you know drive 30 miles to your lo- lo- local Barnes and Noble. That's <laughs> there's very few of them left, actually. Uh, so these materials are readily available, and, and they're easy to get. So it's, it's a powerful tool that can really help you assist with your belief inculcation. U.S. Creator Conchetta wrote, God is all, and when we cross, we go from being a piece of God to being one with God. So it's more joining with God than meeting God. God is pure,
2: loving energy. What is Creator's perspective? All right, and this is what Creator tells us. This is a quite accurate intuitive perception of your relationship with us under normal circumstances when you are here in the heavenly realm with us directly. It is not truly that you merge with us in a way that blurs your identity and your existence as a sovereign being. This is difficult to understand and appreciate fully because it is metaphysical still in the mechanistic details and not a part of your earthly science as yet, you are an extension of our consciousness and thus are a creation through a reshaping of our very embodiment, borrowing part of our consciousness to constitute your soul and all of its potential. A projection of your soul into a subpart that can incarnate as a physical human Brought you into your current life experience as a person hearing this exchange and reacting to what you hear. So you are a subpart of a subpart of us. When you are back in the light, following your passing and return home, you will expand tremendously back into light being mode. And that is what she was perceiving as going from a piece of God to being one with God. So it is more a joining than a meeting with the Almighty. You will still be yourself, but an expanded self, and still hold within you your sovereignty, your free agency, and free will. But the closeness will be understood and part of the experience as being as much in unison as separate. That is understood, accepted and enjoyed for what it represents, because it preserves for you a larger role than being simply a part of our makeup, responding and acting on our will and choices, but your own while still aware of us and in tune with us and can avail yourself of our being and its resources as you choose. That is ideal, not a limitation or lack. It is also true what she says about our being pure, loving energy. It is our essence, and accordingly, yours as well. When you are away from us and disconnected, as is happening to those in the physical realm as human beings currently, you may lose sight of this and may be darkened through corruption. That happens to most people, and it is why they suffer, and why they are at risk from interlopers wanting to destroy you. What needs to happen is a reawakening to that wider perspective so you will know deeply within the wisdom of what she is pointing out and we are confirming for you. You are larger than you think and greater than you imagine with a destiny beyond your understanding more magnificent than you can conceive. But still, you must choose it and align yourself with that choice and not waver and stray from your path. That is the pitfall of being human and surrendering to disbelief and a material perspective and accepting a lesser experience as a consequence. You know,
1: ironically, a lot of skeptics latch on to this idea that God is pure loving energy as not evident, not something that can be proven or displayed. Yet, if you follow some of the writings of these psychics, um, and I'm actually binge watching right now the <laughs> the Long Island medium yes <laughs> um, the, the, the message is constantly that the divine realm is indeed pure loving energy and then we have the the, the testimony of the children that have memories of before they were born and of the the, the all pervasive love that was a part of it so hey there is evidence that this is the case
2: absolutely Carl. Yes, it, it it's all about love. Life is a journey to love, through love, by love, and for love. That's it, and it's more profound than just those words convey, because the experiencing of it is an enormous blessing. Oh yes. Absolutely. So these are these are a preview of coming attractions, and I, I love it. I love her insight about this, and it shows that she was in divine alignment, and that's where her information's coming from. Absolutely. Absolutely. You yes, asked, Creator, the goal in highlighting and
1: discussing Concetta Bertoldi's book is to suggest to our listeners yet another tool they can use to help inculcate belief in both life after death and the reality of Creator and the divine realm. The goal, of course, is to help the listeners ultimately understand and awaken in them a sense of purpose and even mission to add their intentions to the effort of saving humanity from annihilation. Can Creator Share how empowered prayer and the Lightworker Healing Protocol are ready for them to utilize to further enhance their belief and ability to make a material difference in their lives and in the future of humanity itself?
2: All right, and this is what Creator shares with us. Here you turn to the true purpose for this discussion today. It indeed is to dive deeply to the heart of the matter. What is life all about? What is it for? What might one be missing and what might one do to make their life count? Many people feel dissatisfied. Most people are not happy with the state of affairs of the world as a whole and would like things to be better, more gentle, more loving, more equal. So the many suffering individuals can have a better life. They want people to be happy and protected from evildoers. So we are here to tell you because you have asked what is to be done about all of this filling in the gap between what people yearn for and wish for to overcome the many obstacles in the way of its realization of their dreams. You indeed are under siege by forces of darkness including interlopers in the form of dark spirits who corrupt most human beings through possessing them energetically and manipulating them in the bargain to varying extents, sometimes tipping them into madness, other times simply causing nightmares or depleting some of their energy, but is largely tolerated. The other interlopers we speak of are physical extraterrestrials they are the ones who corrupted your minds to dim your intuitive reach through corrupting human DNA many thousands of years ago now. So every generation of human beings has been impaired, and that is why only a rare person is spared from this degradation, at least enough to accomplish meaningful outreaches even to the divine realm. They are the ones seeing the truth of things and able to obtain divine assistance more directly, more clearly, and more specifically than ever before. The teachings in the scriptures point to much wisdom, the workings of the divine, and general guidelines for living to distinguish right from wrong and the reality of obligation people have to the safeguarding of their soul, that they are on a spiritual quest and need God in their lives to do it successfully. But there is a lack of specificity and detail to truly describe why things are the way they are and what you can do about it directly. That is no accident. It was engineered to happen to constrain human knowledge and teaching. Whenever someone comes along who has divine gifts of profound psychic ability, they will be monitored and constrained to limit what they contribute. It has happened again and again to every such individual. Only a precious few are able to leave a mark to advance human knowledge and awareness. This is what your channel is bringing to you here and now. The gifts he has brought forward, new insight about a how to pray with effectiveness through personal empowerment in building a partnership with creator that is ideal for making advances for human betterment. A more profound and effective means for this is his creation of the Lightworker Healing Protocol through years of exploration with us about many phenomena and issues to gain a deeper understanding, a mechanistic description of how they work and ways to engage with the divine realm using many kinds of leverage to gain the greatest possible divine intervention working on their behalf and on behalf of all who are at risk in the physical realm. This includes the perpetrators as well as the victims. We have explained because your channel has reached a level of sophistication to ask about this The best way to save and heal humanity being to raise up the perpetrators and heal their need to subjugate and now destroy you simply because you are a plaything to them and have outlived your usefulness. What is needed is enough healing to persuade them to withdraw, to simply take a break. If that can be arranged, it will provide a window of safety during which, using the Lightworker Healing Protocol, humanity can be healed sufficiently to reach a tipping point for their ascension to a higher level of vibrational existence. That is indeed the goal, to remove these obstacles to ascension. And without the healing, it will not happen. Everything you know and value is at stake. You are now on the front lines, like it or not, at the precise point in human history where everything is on the line and everything will be decided in the next few years if humanity is to continue or will be destroyed. Your souls will not be damaged. But your role as human beings and the possibility of a further expansion in serving many other parts of the universe with hard-won learning and how to respond to evil and heal it will be thwarted. If you add your intention and energy to the healing efforts, it can make the difference. That knowledge and awareness is a part of the Lightworker Healing Protocol, and that tool, along with empowered prayer, will allow you to win the day and the future along with it. You must choose to do this. We cannot do it for you, only with you.
1: You know, we've been looking at uh, psychic mediums, popular ones, to help build faith, inculcate faith. But faith is not the end goal. Faith itself is a tool that needs to be applied in order to, take us as a humanity as a species as a race to the next level of evolution carl and if and unfortunately if we don't it's going to be game over so there's a very very important agenda that every listener needs to
2: seriously consider and take up as a as a as a work well this is another important piece of the puzzle maybe the most important but it's typical of how this all works the divine does not lead We are supposed to lead. So those few of us who stumble on to deeper truths and have the means to get them validated and maybe interpreted a little more clearly can help to point the way. That's what we're trying to do with Get Wisdom. And and Creator is right on board with us because it is allowing Creator to come forward so boldly and so powerfully to give us this real description of what we're in for here, unless we can turn things around. You're not hearing that from other people so much. There's a lot of complacency. And it's just because people are not tuned into it that they can figure out enough of it to get a confirmation. Yes. The divine can't jump in and say, oh, by the way, you know, you're under threat. (laughs) Humanity's in in dire peril. It, It won't do that. So if you're thinking everything's hunky-dory, waiting for ascension, you'll be allowed to do that until the moment comes when it is no more. So you can learn about this from Get Wisdom. That's what
1: we're here for, Carl. We're here to spread that message. And you can dig into that message in a deep, profound way by visiting and joining GetWisdom.com. Joining as a participant member is eternally free. We just need your email address uh to give you an account and then you can sign on anytime you want and there is hundreds and hundreds of hours of content uh thousands of questions that have been asked and answers given um there's webinars there's this radio show archive of course um you'll be busy for quite a while but there's a lot to be busy about that's critically important in terms of inculcating your own faith and then joining the effort to save humanity and we're not kidding on that this is very very important carl
2: Yeah, you can get healing for yourself and your loved ones through our practitioners. And you can also learn to become a healer if you're so inclined, because we teach people how to do what we do. That's part of our mission. Because GetWisdom.com,
1: check it out. That's all we have for this week. Thanks, everybody. Be well.
0: Thank you for listening today.